Hey everyone, it's James here. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to mention jewelrybrands.shop. They have quite an amazing collection of Star Wars pins, money clips, earrings, necklaces, keychains, and more. It's a great place to pick up a gift for somebody, even if they aren't into Star Wars, because there's jewelry from Marvel, DC, Hasbro, Nickelodeon, and hey, look at that, even Dragon Ball Z. Get over there and check out with promo code TRB to get 10% off your purchase. That's jewelrybrands.shop and promo code TRB at checkout. Everybody, welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks for joining us today, Monday, where we give our takes on all the Star Wars news that has happened over the past week. You got to stew on it over the weekend, and then you come for our takes first thing on Monday morning to brighten your week as you <laughs> enter school, work, whatever you're doing. Uh, but thanks for joining us. Um, Lacey and James with me as always. And I gotta say, Disney Plus Day. Wow. You know, you, you become a fan of something and you just, you get used to, oh, we got to wait three years for the next Star Wars thing. And then they're like, no, not anymore, guys. Not anymore. Now you get everything. And then like, this this is all I can think of when I think of how Disney Plus Day was for Star Wars fans. sound effects here at TRB. That's crickets chirping because we got diddly squat, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, But that's okay. That's okay because we have a lot of news that we're going to get into that's still very cool. Uh, And well, not all cool, but interesting at least to talk about. But yeah, so uh, we'll get into all of those details. Obviously, everyone knows what came out. uh, But let's start with a little funny stuff here. Let's, Let's change the but the pace because everyone's expecting us to just dive right into the Disney Plus Day stuff. Uh, Lacey, you mm-hmm. you saw something circling the interwebs about a popular sequel trilogy Star Wars actor and their thoughts on conventions. Are you surprised that I'm always the one that knows what the hottest Adam Driver news is? Oh, nope. well, oh, uh, I'm so about Rube and uh, <laughs> Aw, don't be mean. No, I. Uh, you know, he's doing the new House of Gucci movie with Lady Gaga, which, by the way, their chemistry is awesome. They're, the movie looks great. Um, but he's doing all these interviews. So we're getting all these clips. And of course, as always, people ask about Star Wars. So he was on the Graham Norton show and I sent the clip to these guys because it was really funny because it talked about how he didn't enjoy Comic-Cons. And he said it was before TFA came out and it was really secretive. And I thought it was interesting because John always talks about how secretive Lucasfilm is. Um, and they like brought him to the hotel at 2 a.m. And he was like, I'll just hang out here and I'll go get a coffee in the morning. And they're like, no, you need to wear a mask to go get coffee. Like, you can't just go walk around. And he's like, what? And he said they it also- wasn't it was it wasn't like we think masks like COVID. They meant like right. was a Michael Iron Myers Man. mask. Halloween it mask. was Iron yeah. Man or Darth Vader, he had said. 
And then he said he was in the room for 24 hours because they like wouldn't let him leave. And then a band downstairs was playing the Star Wars theme on repeat. It was like... <laughs> It was just like really funny the way he tells the story because it's just like like what the said? worst case scenario of like what did I get myself into? And he's like, it's nice, kind of like when you like say it's nice yeah. about something that you don't like. Oh, do you like, like the casserole? So yeah, it's great. Someone Every gets you like a pair of plaid socks <laughs> for Christmas. You're like, they're nice. Everything he said was hesitant. On. It look. It seemed like he was gonna say yes or something positive, and then he always went no. Like he was like, "I, uh, I would not like to go back there." No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. I think it's because he he's trained like, himself to be you know, positive. Was, but now, yeah, now he's done with it, so lot. he can be honest. It was a lot, you know. <laughs> like you think he's gonna say like it was a lot of fun or it was a really cool experience, but he's always like, it was really, it, it, it yeah. wow. Yeah, the <laughs> energy know, like, is great. They're super devoted, but it's not for me. Like I experienced yeah. it, and I was good. Well, to, also, no, but I'm good. <laughs> like, anytime Adam Driver talks, it's like he's fighting himself. <laughs> yeah, he's always that's like kind of the vibe. I'm there's getting. well, so, so the, the the first one we did, and it's not a stutter. He's just like, uh, the force it. It, uh, the Force Awakens. Um, and he's just like, like I don't want to be saying this. And it's just like, yeah, it's, yeah. I want to I I see what's inside his mind as, he's, as those sentences are coming out. I feel like there's a giant death match happening between two Adam Drivers inside Adam Driver's head. Mm -hmm. Long story it's short. It's so crazy, his casting, because he, he reminds me of Harrison Ford in that sense. Yeah. yeah of yeah, like, yeah. it's okay for him to say, uh, you know, like a huge franchise, like, uh, I don't know if I'll come back to that or whatever, because he knows his next thing is lined up or something, but it's not in like a strain. It's not like in a cocky way. Mm -hmm. Long story short, to me, it made me laugh because as someone that has been to a lot of cons and worked for cons and stuff to hear him talk about it that way, it explained a lot because if you look at Star Wars, the sequel trilogy appearances, he only did really the San Diego one and he didn't do anything else. He never went to celebration. I know when I used to work for a con, we offered him to come to the show to do autographs. He wanted a hundred grand. And I think it's literally he threw out a number so that we would say no. Like he threw out a high enough number that like no one would be like, ah, yes, we'll take you up on that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's just it made me laugh because he was just like, I did the one and I'm good. Because every time a celebration rolled around, we'd all be like, oh, is he going to show up? No. <laughs> and it's because he was yeah. stuck in this room for 24 hours with the Star Wars music playing nonstop. <laughs> like, of course, you would not want to do that again. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, well, uh, we have some stories to get into. Uh, some cool stuff. We are going to talk about what was put out on yes. Disney Plus Day or even before so accidentally by mm -hmm. uh certain um affiliates but anyway uh lacy hey we're getting closer and closer so how you feeling i just want to check in with you how you doing over there <laughs> i'm tired and it's getting harder for me to <laughs> talk for long periods of time so if i sound like i'm gasping for a breath i'm fine i promise it's just because <laughs> one of those things as as far as your due date goes this is your last monday show before second baby. to last monday i'm due on thanksgiving so next oh, okay. monday would be the last monday but gotcha all right who knows what the future holds <laughs> who knows yeah difficult to see the future is 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's not difficult to see what our uh, first segment of the day is. Mm-hmm. Right, James? Yeah. It's the resistance. Well, it looks like it's going to be resistance report. Big surprise for a Monday on the resistance broadcast, right? Um, no, we have a lot to talk about. Kind of a roller coaster of news stories here. It's a little bit like uh, kind of what we are getting, kind of what we're not, you know, not, you know, back and forth. But um, this first thing is uh, Star Wars Andor is actually targeting a fourth quarter 2022 release window and that came from disney's quarterly earnings call meeting or whatever it's that that thing that we always kind of think is going to give us some news and then generally doesn't and anytime you stop paying attention because it never gives you any news they give you a little bit of news (laughs) it's weird it's like you never you can't really expect anything from it but they did uh mention you know, that they were shooting uh, for fourth quarter of 2022, which for anybody that doesn't know is kind of a July to September. Like I didn't know this. I learned this this week. Fun fact. So this is interesting too, because I also looked this up and I was like, well, you, I mean, if you look it up traditionally, it's going to be October, November, December. Yeah. Yeah. But every business is different. So Disney's fourth quarter is actually closer to um, what some might call like fall as opposed to like winter. John schooled um, me on this. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yes, so I did. Since John um, schooled Lacey on it, uh, what he were did. your thoughts first, John, on this announcement? I think this kind of we kind of nailed it uh, recently when we were speculating about when this stuff was coming out and we said, we think this is actually, even though it filmed finished filming before Kenobi is going to come out after Kenobi. Yeah. And, um, my reasoning was because it's double the content. So it's takes longer for post-production. So if this is, you know, anywhere from July to September, uh, I'm guessing it'll be in the middle somewhere, maybe like August. It'll run right up into Boba Fett, Boba or Mandalorian Mandalorian will, do its standard run of October to, you know, December or whatever. Um, but then, yeah, we're looking at Kenobi before this. So I, I'm i not surprised by this. It, it uh, feels like we kind of nailed it in a sense, not to say like we called it or anything, but... Um, you definitely did. I didn't think this would be a time period that they do it, but then again, I didn't know Disney well, a lot of people quarters like this. For a while, yeah, a lot of people for a while were thinking this was going to come out in like January or like February. Or something mm, like that, mm-hmm. um, because everyone thought Book of Boba Fett would take the same slot as Mando, and that that would finish around Christmas, and then there'd be the next show thereafter. But Boba's right. just getting started around right. that time. So, uh, yeah, late summer is is interesting, especially for um, you know September is usually that time when new or, or series return and stuff. So that is a good time for it to put a show out. Um, and I, you know, I can wait that long for Andor. You know, it's not one of my bigger hype projects, so. Um, that makes me, you know, interested, interested to see, interested to see what this release date on Kenobi is. A lot of people are like, it's going to be May 4th, May the 4th, maybe. But this also makes me wonder what they're going to have for this show, uh, at Celebration, which makes me think we're going to get like one of those, like, here's seven minutes of Andor just for you guys. Or the first episode. They've done that before. So, um. It's exciting. I mean, it's it's going to be a big juggernaut of a show. They're, you know, I believe they said something like 12 episodes. So, uh, 
And when you think about it, if it's even if it's September, it's only nine, ten months away. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. And by the way, apologies. I I, I know I sound a little nasally. Uh, I'm not doing a uh, David Schwimmer impression. I uh, mm-hmm. I'm fighting off a cold. So, hmm. but I will I will persevere. I will get through. <laughs> um. Well, we'll give you a little break here, Lacey. What were your thoughts on uh, Andor targeting this specific window? Although you kind of mentioned a little bit, you weren't expecting it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't have uh, like a ton to add to this. Uh, I was surprised that Disney runs their quarters like this only because obviously a lot of their money comes in through merchandise and the parks and stuff. And they do all these big things at the end of the year. But that now makes sense to me after John explained it to me where they start their year with that in the holidays and and Christmas and stuff to get their their budgets in order. Um, That being said, I think, you know... 2022 is going to be nuts. And I and we've been saying that for, you know, this whole year, basically, like how pumped we are. So to hear that this is falling into that fourth quarter is exciting because we get kind of an idea of when things are. I'm a little kind of confused why they wait so long to tell you when shows are coming out. Like, why does it matter? Like when a show is coming out, like, why can't they say, hey, this is coming in September? Because most shows, like John said, fall into this fall to spring schedule anyway so you would assume hey a lot of new shows are coming out in september early october so it it's just always weird to me that like especially streaming services they're very secretive when move when their shows come out and i'm assuming it's so they can move stuff around if they want but Mm -hmm. um that being said i think john makes a great point that celebration is going to be huge and they're going to give us a lot of stuff at that show and this is no different. I think we're going to get a huge panel about it. We're going to get clips and teasers or looks behind the scenes. And I know from Marvel, which I don't, you know, we don't like comparing them, but what Marvel's done at shows is they've shown f- first episodes like Jessica Jones and Daredevil and stuff. So they could show the first episode of Andor at Celebration. Yeah, I guess I'd be surprised, possible. but yeah, yeah, I would. I wouldn't think it likely, although we had the Mandalorian thing, but I mean... That was like, what, 10 minutes? 15 minutes? <clears throat> Thir- 13, no, I think. if that. <laughs> I think it was only like 7 minutes. Oh, was seven? it? Okay. Oh. It was basically that scene where he's in the room surrounded by the stormtroopers, and he's like, I like Talking those odds. Talking to and... the client, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, in my head, I just tagged this as 2022 and we were getting it at some point yeah i yeah. never really thought too much about it i know we've we've done the whole like we tried to put the math together and i've put math together on how many episodes certain shows have so you know you start to think like well it can't come out like right after this show like we know book of boba fett has this many episodes so put yourself that many weeks out and or would have to at least start there you know what i mean like we've done a little bit of that but it was nice to hear him say they're targeting <laughs> like four months, <laughs> three months of the year, you know, it's like, okay, I guess it gives us a little bit of an area when this might come out. But, um, but I think what you were saying there too, Lacey, is that they're, uh, aiming the, you know, they're targeting is the joke there. They're shooting for hopefully around this time. Um, so long as everything goes well. And that's part of the reason why we just can't figure out, why why they haven't told us what exactly when these shows release. Um, I think they just wait to make sure everything's going right. Um, 
yeah, not not a whole lot to talk about that, but it gives us a little bit of a a, a look into uh, what we can expect in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> another story here to get excited about what's coming up in the future is that on Disney Plus Day, uh, one of the things we got uh, was the first Obi Wan Kenobi sizzle reel. Um, now there there was a little bit of controversy behind this because uh, as, as probably a lot of people know, I don't I don't know how many even resistance broadcast listeners like picked up on this, but it did sort of leak the day before, um, uh, by, a, a even like a Disney official account from another country. And then it was like a few moments later, like pulled, but people had already seen it. And there was a bunch of stuff that went on with that. So it was just kind of another like Disney dropping the ball situation. Um, but it was officially released on Disney plus the service uh, on Disney plus day, it's a one minute, uh, sizzle reel. You guys have probably already seen it. Uh, but let's get into talking about the release and kind of what we liked about it. Um, I know I started with John on the last one, but I'm gonna start again with John on this one. Um, I was going to tell you to, because yeah. scoop McGee over here <clears throat> is the one that, uh, originally announced this story. So he should talk about it. Yeah. John, are we scoop getting an McGee. Obi-Wan Kenobi scoop show? McGee. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just make stuff up. Uh, I didn't say you made it some... up. No, no, people. Some people today. Oh, like, I'm referencing the... guys. I don't know if you remember back in the day, the first person that announced the series was John. That's what I meant by scoop me. That was yep. Yeah, we got that one. We got that one. <laughs> no, I just say once in a while. You know, your 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 bitter, tiny, small trade writer on Twitter will take shots at fan news sites because they try to assert themselves and they're <laughs> I'm, I'm important guy uh, and they say oh yeah well don't look at fan sites because they just make stuff up like I just like I'm just out there making this this stuff up you jerk potato anyway, <laughs> people are gonna be like who is it yeah, I'm sure you can figure it out anyway <laughs> uh, yeah the the sizzle reel was was cool I mean I liked they, they they try to get it, get it going with the you know the epic sweeping music behind it and anytime you see Ewan not being able to not smile if I said that correctly uh, it just he seems very dialed in and excited about what's going on and uh, Deborah Chow I'm very like when I hear her talk about it she has she has there's conviction behind what she's saying there's no trepidation no hesitation she seems to know exactly what she wants to do here and all he's been saying are two things when he's out in this like promoting other things is he's so excited to be working on it today and this new technology be revisiting the character and also working with deb deb chow Mm -hmm. uh he he those are the two things he always says and the fact that he keeps bringing her up is such a good sign because if you're standing behind your director before anyone has seen any of this footage yet because none of us have. Uh, that's a very, <laughs> very good thing. So I also love that he gives her the credit. I love that. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm very. I think she's going to do amazing things. Everyone keeps talking about, you know, Chloe Zhao and all these other people should be directing Star Wars movies. Like when this show comes out, everyone's going to say she should be doing the next Star Wars movie. I bet yeah, that's yeah. going to happen. Absolutely. Um, I and I like what he said about Hayden. He's like, I'm very excited to clash again. We, you know, I think people will be really excited about that. Then they showed the concept art, and that was probably the coolest part. Seeing the uh, well Ralph McQuarrie esque 
looking pastel concept art type stuff. Uh, very like noir dystopian looking uh, settings, uh, open spaces. It reminds you of the old concept art of, of Ralph McQuarrie. So all in all, you know, it's one minute clip. I obviously would have much rather have gotten a teaser trailer. I'm shocked that they didn't do that on Disney Plus Day. It's your like if you looked before the event started, aka the Twitter thread, it was the number one <laughs> trending. To- it was the number one trending topic in entertainment. It was Kenobi for days. It's for days. It's without question the number mm-hmm. one hype project, not just out of Star Wars on Disney that's upcoming. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they didn't put out a trailer for it on Disney Plus Day in a time when people are about to spend money on holiday gifts, aka buying subscriptions for family members. And they don't put out a trailer for this thing. Shocked me. And what double shocked me is that they made people go through a paywall to watch this thing on Disney Plus, <laughs> which means you have to be a subscriber to get it anyway. It's just to me, this was a massive misstep. I look on the other side of the aisle and I see Marvel uh, showing footage of Hawkeye, <clears throat> giving you at least updates and logos for all of these things, including the uh the Wanda show with what's her name? Agatha. Mm-hmm. Like we saw that logo. We saw uh, all these other things from all these other projects. And it makes me think it's a Lucasfilm thing, not they a Disney thing. They put that thing. behind a paywall too, the Marvel clips. Look at the, like Disney's investors report the other day before Disney Plus Day was pretty down results on their trends with streaming and revenue and their stock prices were going down. And you would think if Disney could hundred percent make the call on this, they're like, you have a trailer or you're put, put together a trailer. We're promoting this project because we need to sell subscriptions. Uh, Disney needs like, they're still very wealthy, well off. They're the most powerful, uh, uh, Apple in the basket here for all these uh, studios, but you know, they took it on the chin with the pandemic, with a lot of these things that are going on. So they need to recoup some stuff here. They need to make some money. Why would you not promote the one thing that you know everyone wants to see on the day that it's called Disney Plus Day? Also, they raised the money for Disney Plus by $10. Yeah, they raised the price too. Yeah. Yeah. So it, none of that makes sense to me. So because it doesn't make sense to me, I, it has to be a Lucasfilm thing. And based on the other stuff that's been going on, and we'll get to that later, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I hate to say it. Like my, my, my faith in, in Lucasfilm is uh, at a low right now. I'll say that. Disney, not so much, because Marvel's rocking and rolling. Uh, <clears throat> uh, other stuff is, is, is seems to be doing well. Star Wars, for whatever reason, is stumbling, and I don't think it's like Disney being like, "Yeah, Star Wars, we bought you for five billion. We're we glad we we're glad we recouped that with the sequel trilogy. Now we're just gonna treat you like uh, Harry Potter and and dump you, le- let you sleep under the staircase while we <laughs> we stuff the other kid with all the food, and we'll call him Marvel. So, uh, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> I love that you me. just compared Marvel to Dudley. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> James, why don't you go next? Because I know you have a, a different viewpoint, and then I'll go after. Um, no, I mean, well, I figured we would talk about the release of Disney Plus Day more on Thursday. You know oh, okay. how all that stuff went. 
Sure. I uh, keeping on topic of the Kenobi teaser that we got. <clears throat> um, so you didn't bring this up, John, and you bringing it up has really made me re-question what I'm looking at here. When watching this teaser trailer, it, that is Hayden Christensen in, in the the thing swinging a lightsaber in the red tank top, right? No, that's Ewan. That's Ewan? Ewan is the one training. That was actually my favorite oh. part of the whole clip, is him training with the lightsaber and being back together. I I liked him training, and then I really enjoyed the logo at the end, which is funny because it's just like a tan logo with sand, but I thought it was very classy. It was very Mandalorian with the smoke from last year. Yeah, I guess I see that. I guess I can see that it's him, but I just, when I was watching it, I immediately... Because the, the video says, and we couldn't, we, we're bringing back Hayden Christensen because we couldn't tell his story without Darth Vader. And then it cuts to... Yeah, it's Ewan. Yeah. The other thing that I was going to say, too, is he's wearing this mask. Well, because they trained during COVID. That That's, look at, just by the, well, to me, it's clear it's Ewan McGregor, but also the shoulder tattoo, that's Ewan McGregor. Well, that's that was the thing that was making me kind of question it. I was kind of Googling, like, does he ha not have a tattoo or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, I guess I didn't pick up on that at all, that that was supposed to be Ewan. I thought it was Hayden. I thought we even no. had this conversation. In no, the, in that's the Ewan McGregor. I was like, when it shows Hayden, the, isn't that? No, 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 no. I was disappointed that Hayden wasn't in it at all, except for the concept art. I thought that the sizzle reel was, you know, mm. we got concept art, which is great. And I appreciate it. I collect the art books. I understand. But it, at the same time, like, I appreciate more the interviews and the footage of them actually doing the work. And the only really clip we got was Ewan swinging around a lightsaber. Yeah. Hmm. And the fact to find out that we got this a year later that people had already seen it. It just kind of felt like, hey, you're just reusing this. It didn't feel like, hey, we made this just for this day for fans. Yeah, but I don't I, I don't know that anybody knows that. They announced like everyone said it that was at the investor meeting said that they saw it last year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is all this all this has been confirmed. That this was I'm not saying it isn't confirmed. I'm I'm saying, well, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was your favorite part of the the sizzle? I guess it's knowing that we're getting inquisitors confirmed. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I meant to ask you about that. We haven't talked about that. That's insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know it. If we're being honest, this I think the whole Disney Plus Day negativity is casting such a light on this whole trailer that I don't think it's even getting kind of what it deserves is like a one minute clip that, you know, is its thing. Like, we did get confirmation of this. We did get behind the scenes. We got this teaser trailer thing. And I think there's so much expectation behind we should have gotten more that what we did get is not really getting a whole lot of look. In fact, like even look at it, just the fact that I thought it was Hayden, like enough people were not even talking about this trailer that at no point in spending all this time was I able to, it was anybody talking enough to even talk about the clips that were in this, you know, I, I didn't hear anybody talking because... about 
I, I disagree with that. People were Any talking about him with the lightsaber. People were talking about the quotes that he made. People have been talking about clips from this sizzle reel. I'm talking from a frame point of, yeah. I'm looking at this video as a minute long video. And the majority of the video, if I go back and time it, is artwork and mm -hmm. pictures. And I know when yeah. you're looking at it like artwork and pictures, like that's great, but that's stuff they could have put in an article. Whereas I want visual media of people talking and, and seeing well, also, how the production is working. And that's not a negativity look, thing. It's just I, I just didn't want I that. actually don't know that I saw anybody talk about content from this at all. Oh, I did. To, Ever. Not one let's person. Let's not forget that this came out yesterday and made the rounds enough that took a lot of the steam out of the clip itself today. Sure. Absolutely. Where people are like, oh, that's the thing we saw yesterday. You know, true. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a big part of that. Um, I mean, like and I, I said, think from I, my perspective too, when that happened, there was more to discuss over like whether or not it should be reported or anything like that. You know what I mean? And I wasn't really paying yeah. attention to what the regular fan base was saying about the footage that they were looking at. I mean, the artwork was everywhere. John, you're muted again. The artwork was muted. Uh, muted. The artwork was everywhere once the <laughs> sizzle came out. It's cool. Yeah. I, it it definitely is cool. A lot of it definitely reminds me, like, especially that cityscape or whatever that that is, is very like Blade Runner. Yeah, looking. there's so much. There there is a lot to talk about here. Like that. Pr this pretty much all confirms that he's going off planet. You know that Inquisitors yep. are in the show. Sure. I thought I thought that was Hayden. So therefore, I thought the mask thing was confirmed as well. Like I thought, oh, he's, that's just him. Maybe I'm an idiot, but I, I thought don't think the you're video an idiot, very. But it's them in COVID training with masks on during COVID. I know, but I thought the the video was very clearly saying, and we brought back Hayden Christensen. Check it out, and it cuts right to what looks to be someone in a mask, which we already know that's how Darth Vader is going to look in this series. You know, it just seemed it seemed obvious to me, but I don't I I don't know. Anyway, I think that was one of the things that was kind of like surprising to me is that they didn't have a clip of Hayden in there, like him at least like high fiving you or something. I, don't I think know. there's they're saving him for the for the trailer. <laughs> probably. That, probably. Uh, yeah. That we're, we're going to get on uh, the D23 day. The Inquisitor I thing do like is crazy, James. Like, so are you pumped then that Inquisitors mm. are in this? Yeah, of course. I, I think that's okay. I was more, I, I was more interested in the the Vader stuff. Say, like, who's he talking to in that hologram? Like, what is that? Yeah, that is a good question. Because, like, is that him talking to? Is that him talking to Kenobi? You know? Yeah. It's it's also confirmation that we're getting we're going back to Vader's castle too. Yes. Yeah. So like Rogue One, Vader's castle. The crazy thing I mean, with it's the, our, the concept art yeah, is you never know if true. it's actually going to come into fruition. But yeah, no, <clears throat> potentially. Absolutely. I get. I kind of get the feeling sometimes, though, when you're looking at um, like concept art. I think they're showing you the concept art that they used. Yes, yeah, maybe. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, that, I think that's the, the better way to put it is sure. what we're looking at here is is yes, true. It's concept art, but it's the concept art that they used because they're, they're wanting to get you excited. So they can't show you the actual footage. Sure. Well, I mean, they could, but you know what I'm saying? They, they're not wanting to do the, that. The whole. But they're not going to show you. They're not going to show you like inquisitors walking around and then it just not happen. Unless for whatever reason, freak reason, like 
that character gets cut or something, but that's like one image, you know? And I think like, if you're looking at all of these off planet inquisitors, like the inquisitor ships and stuff, sure. uh, Vader's castle, all that stuff. It, it seems like it's all there. And you know, you're, you see him sitting on the throne and stuff like, that's yeah. sweet. That's I mean, we didn't even we didn't get that in Rogue and, you One. Know, that that's the type of scene where you could see him take his helmet off or something too, and get more Hayden as Vader, um, if he's by himself oh. in solitude. Um, like the the hologram shuts off and he takes his helmet off or something, and you know you see the yellow eyes. Like the, they can really go different places with live action Vader that they haven't done before, which uh, again helps uh, understand why Hayden is coming back beyond what we had reported um on star wars newsnet but uh which i also didn't make up um the other thing i find interesting is uh the the fight between vader and kenobi looks i mean that could be anywhere because there could be explosions it looks a little it does look far as well yeah it would be kind of funny if like the whole fight vader's like looking for, to be higher up or something like i gotta figure i know i you know i've, I've <laughs> repeated that fight in my head for the last 10 years like it's like anytime there's a rematch between ufc fighters or boxers they're like how did he beat me last time i can see vader trying to like knock him down to the lower levels and like reverse the roles and stuff like that like it's gonna be it's probably gonna be pretty interesting and and i think so- because like, you know what i say about rubber matches I think Vader's going to win this one. And I think that's, we're going to see why Kenobi looks so damn old in A New Hope because he's going to just sap all the life out of him. I was just about to ask you, John, how do you feel about the concept art where Kenobi has a gray beard? Because I I know you rubbed it in my face that you were right. But yeah, represent representation (laughs) of of gray beards out there in the universe. Um, (laughs) No, all jokes aside. Yeah, I was hoping that because I, I, because he looks so good for a forty-nine-year-old or fifty-year-old or he whatever looks he is. Great, and he's supposed to be only nine years younger than the Alec Guinness version. So they had to, they had to age him up. They had to. So I'm glad to see that. Depending on how what happens in this series, whether because we've seen what happens to people in Star Wars sometimes. Look what happened to Palpatine's face because of the lightsaber blade. He melted him like a candle. So right, right. It, it's possible, you know, he fights Vader and, you know, they're clashing and his hair turns white, almost like Rogue and X-Men or something. And yeah, who knows? They can do a lot of things to explain that. It's it's something that they have to probably dance around because also the, the, the desert's a harsh don't environment. work out right. You know, yeah, he's not yeah, living yeah, in Coruscant right, right. anymore, like in comfort. Right. He's living in the but desert. He had, but to this point, he has already, has already been there for 10 years. So are we getting are we getting him aged up immediately is it going to happen during the show right, via right. the force uh it'll, it'll be interesting to see but they'll explain it they'll do, they'll do a good job one thing they do a very good job of uh and i know the story group's a big part of this is making sure this stuff works uh so you know they went through all the dialogue in a new hope to say like they put on the fan shoes that are going to attack them if they <laughs> mess it up so they're like that line right there we meet again at last we got to make sure that works or the a presence i have not felt since and then you got to make sure that works so they actually have your powers hats that they put your on powers are like, weak old man what will you know? john hoey say when this <laughs> well I, I did a whole <laughs> no. I, I wrote an article on this that i i always say this i i shouldn't have done it because it took me forever but it was about 
how A New Hope kind of tells us what we'll see in this series. And if you haven't checked it out, go check it out because I spent a lot of time on it. I appreciate it. But <laughs> so it, I have uh, a. Oh, go ahead. But I'm just saying, like, there's certain things that you see happen in A New Hope. You're like, well, then that either can or can't happen in the Kenobi series. And uh, I mean, they're very good with the finer details. Like, we talked about Lando pronouncing Han versus Han. That's a small little detail that they picked up on, or like the little grease spot on the R5D4. They put that in there. Like they're very, very good at preserving the continuity uh, in this era. Probably better than George Lucas was, um, and I, I expect to see that continue in the Kenobi series. Sure. Um, so I have a really bad theory that <laughs> is terrible, but technically a theory um, that I don't believe. Uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, so <laughs> wait, that, hold on. That... Let me break this down. You have a theory that might be terrible that you don't believe, but you're going to share it. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so what if uh, that scene is on Mustafar, right? So we're assuming you know Vader stays on Mustafar and he's he's on Mustafar. But what if Ewan McGregor or uh, Obi Wan, I should say, is not on Mustafar and they do a uh, Rise of Skywalker through the Force? Uh, Obi-Wan is somewhere else and Darth Vader is here and they're meeting and they're fighting and they're in their both respective areas but it still kind of preserves the like a presence I've not felt since because they haven't been near each other and it preserves a couple other like then, we meet at last and then some James of those and opens from... no yeah totally <laughs> And for our audio listeners, I was reenacting see, their. They're yeah, both testing the to see if they're really the there or not. They're like, yeah. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got to check. I got to check. <laughs> oh, yeah. For our audio listeners, we were reenacting the uh, the weird poking motions that Obi Wan and Obi Wan Vader do in A New Hope versus the crazy theatrics from the every moves. other star wars lightsaber battle yeah no yeah. but I, th- I think it would be i think it'd be interesting if they they took that approach i don't think they're gonna do it because i feel like the average fan would feel like it was ripped off especially since like the average fan i don't want to say the average fan but you know what i mean the, the the people who will complain didn't like that stuff they want it to be more like they really meet in person the original kind of trilogy, but i don't know yeah it's fun to throw that stuff out there yeah. um Anything else about the sizzle reel? I don't think so. I think we kind of broke it down. There's <clears throat> snow speeders. Yeah, snow speeders as well in there. Is, um, what, there's a chance we can get people like Dak, Ralter, and you know, just for the sake of doing it, like they did in Rogue One with some of those guys, you know, um, other snow speeder uh, gunners or or pilots. Um, I'm interested to see how many Easter eggs off, they fit but... in this show. Oh, it'll be like probably a billion. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I'm anxious. I mean, I'm anxious to get a different show that isn't Mandalorian. And I know we're getting Book of Boba Fett, but in a weird way, it still kind of feels man, uh, Mandalorian-esque. You know, it's like- Because it's connected. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like if there's like a Mandalorian universe, like this Kenobi thing isn't part of it. Right. So, uh, and Andor as well, because they can technically kind of branch away from- tone sort of in a way mm-hmm. like it's all star wars tone but um but you know how it is with like a different project they can kind of like solo versus a sequel trilogy movie right. or something right. like that they can i'll kind say of move this away from it the <clears throat> the most obvious part of the 
sizzle reel gave me the most like feels as the as the kids say or chills and it's just when like they got that music playing in the background and the music the music of clips that you know that they always get me um but it's when ewan is saying he has only one job left to do and that's to protect protect luke and for some baby for some reason him saying that i was like yeah, it is. How you doing, man? <laughs> you know? And she, so she seems to state, um, that uh, that that's where the story starts. It starts with him being like, "I've got to protect this kid," but then getting pulled away from that. So to me, I read that as like Luke and Tatooine and stuff isn't really a big part of this, just like the first episode. Right. To like bring you into, hey, remember where we are? These are the characters and dresses where we are. All right. Now let's go on our adventure. Sidestep. Yeah. Well, which is probably going to be his hand's going to be forced because of the Jedi hunters, you know, or whatever. The Inquisitor is showing up on Tatooine. Like, if if they're coming after me here, that means they can get to him. Him. I got to take them on a goose chase so that they stay away from him. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that ship looks so cool. Oh, yeah, the definitely. Inquisitorship? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw somewhere, too, and I didn't look into it, but I saw somewhere that that, was, that that Inquisitor that is pictured is a very specific one, but I didn't look into it, and I was like, oh, okay. And that specific one that they mentioned was from Fallen Order. Interesting. Yeah. So they're trying to connect it that way. That's cool. I heard some people say it wasn't, yeah. But I... I there's so many details there that I didn't have the time to look into. Like, you know, in Fallen Order, we know that um, Cal Kestis is played by a, a real actor. A real actor. I don't know if that actor. Inquisitor character, actor, yeah, Acting. is played by someone. <laughs> and does that mean that that person would reprise their role in live action or, right. or yeah. how they would do it? You know, and I was like, um, I didn't have time to look into this. And it seemed, I just looked at it really quickly and I was like, yeah, it just looks like a blurry image of a you can't really pick out details so I, I didn't look too far into it but if anybody's interested there was some talk that it might be a specific inquisitor mm, that's cool. but i imagine it's a new one for the show um i've already speculated on that one other thing that we did get on uh, disney plus day was under the helmet the legacy of boba fett uh that was released and <clears throat> if i could I don't want to start but i think you should start because you were completely right with what this was I, I, that's what down I was going to say. Time, is I was like, down to everything. A hundred percent. Like, I don't think I missed a beat on any of this other, Mm-mm. other than I said, I think it's, I don't think they'll do it, but I could see them adding like one scene of something that's coming in the book yeah. of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. But again, it doesn't even make sense because we got the trailer early, which when I speculated that, I don't think that was even the case, but we I got think the that's trailer why, early though, because those clips. So were they in just, this. They just stuck in a bunch of uh, Book of Boba Fett yeah. clips to to do exactly what I was uh, alluding to, which was them saying, we'll look at all this stuff in the history of Boba Fett, and um, he's really cool, and it just felt like one of those like Netflix like <laughs> uh, movies that made us shows or something. Yeah. Uh, and then when they get to the very end, they're like, it's really exciting that we've got more Boba Fett coming, so stay tuned. And it really is just like kind of a cool advertisement for a new show that's coming up but it was like a hundred percent exactly what i thought it was going to be um lacy uh what did you think of under the helmet 
So, yeah, I watched it and I thought the same thing, James. I was like, wow, James was on the nail with this one. Um, I actually found the most interesting parts to be the beginning with the history uh, and like the old footage and George Lucas specifically talking about Buffett, about Boba Fett. I mean, anytime we get clips of George talking about stuff, it's just so exciting. I did kind of laugh at the Filoni interviews because... To me, it looked like he wasn't wearing anything Boba Fett and they gave him that sweatshirt and they were like, okay, put the sweatshirt on, zip it all the way up. Because <laughs> it's like B- Book of Boba Fett set director or decorator yeah. or something. Art, art department, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, the thing that stuck out to me the most, and I watched this with Matt. Matt actually sat down and watched it with me. He thought it was pretty interesting. Um, was the parade thing. Where no one oh, knew who yeah. Boba Fett was, and he was in a parade, which I didn't know. That's something new I learned, um, which is always fun as being a fan is when you learn new things. Um, and I couldn't help but think, especially after Disney Plus Day and all the stuff going on online and just the way the world is now, how nuts that would be if a character got announced via hometown parade like someone's hometown like girl scout boy scout baseball team parade um and that's kind of how this character got introduced to the public is through that and obviously i knew about the mail order boba fett uh action yeah. figures oh, the holiday and, special thing and yeah. the holiday special yeah but like the fact that the first appearance of this character is in this parade that george was like yeah you can use it to go on the parade that's one of those things like i when they started talking about it it's like i knew that I, I've 100% encountered that a million times, but for some reason watching it this time, it felt new because it was the first like yeah. more like official. Cause yeah. It looked like they had a lot of footage from it and stuff. Definitely. But it just, it kind of reminds me of, um, like it wasn't even so much that they were revealing. It almost felt like more like they were test marketing characters. They're, like, they're almost yeah. like, hey, we yeah. got that Boba Fett thing. Let's have him walk around and see how the crowd reacts and the crowd liked him. So that just kind of elevated their yeah. their thought to move him forward is something, you know, is, uh, with something because the cloud was obviously responding to his design. Oh, the and, kids were so cute. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, but also, it's, it seems so wild to like was... watch it. And you're how how can you imagine a world? Where you're like, that's Darth Vader and that's Boba Fett. But then you're trying to like picture like that's Darth Vader and I don't know who that other person is. Right. That's such a crazy it, well, concept. Yeah. The other thing I loved after was 40 years of Boba Fett. Yeah. And the other two things I, I loved real quick was uh, when they did the test of the costume and they used a Star Wars towel from the garage for a cape, which mm-hmm. made me laugh because mm-hmm. it's like so funny. Uh, and the fact that George was like, oh, we're going to have these, you know, a whole thing of super troopers, which reminds me of the, you know, death troopers that we got in Mandalorian, which is kind of what George wanted was this like whole group of like higher stormtroopers or, or um, clone commander commandos. Yeah. 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 So just to see the progression of what George wanted and what actually happened and um where it's gone from there of like hey i always wanted to do this and then it eventually happened but then uh the other piece was just like the highlights of jeremy bullock i think he was such a good yeah star wars actor and celebrity and comic-con guest and i he he had been at a bunch of shows that i'd worked and he was always so good with fans and the fact that they brought up the point that he stood in front of his table which i know it's a little different nowadays with covid and everything they have plexiglass one up but hopefully when things get back to normal if you ever go to cons, look around and see what actors or guests are doing that because it really is 
every clip they show of him, he's looking people in the eye. Like he's really engaged. Um, and he's just very, he's very missed. And I really enjoyed that they took some time to, to give him his moment. Mm-hmm. John, did anything specifically pop out to you during Under the Helmet? Definitely. I mean, the, like, I agree with what Lacey said about the parade thing. The first thing it made me think of is just the absurdity of... Could you imagine the, if that happened today? Like, how nuts That's what I mean. Be? Like, the absurdity of the secrecy today where, you know, they have these people walking around in garbage bags and <laughs> they're hiding these, these costumes. And if if anything, God forbid, gets out that's a helmet, it's or a, a takedown notice or... Whereas, you know, this is two years before this movie comes out and no one even knows who this is besides the appearance in the cartoon. And he's signing autographs with his name and stuff. Boba Fett, you know, and the guy probably accidentally wrote like Bob Fett. Who knows? But (laughs) it's just that like it, it is funny that it's just when you allow things and control it yourself, things become less of a less less big of a deal. And I feel like Lucasfilm needs still needs to like figure that out because they've almost become, I don't want to say they're a parody of themselves, but they've gotten so wrapped up in this mystery box secrecy vault inside only <laughs> thing that it is become too much. And I've said that before. So that, that, that was like a breath of fresh air seeing that like the, give me, give me like, let's, let's see that. And the way George it. often in these things says, oh, just go do this. And the person would be like, oh, yeah. he just said, go do it. Or, oh, j- you know, I trust you. Like, there's something like, to be said in a leader that does that kind of thing. Yeah, like two, 2014, 2013, like, have, show Kylo Ren at, you know, the Main Street Parade in Disney and see what happens. Who cares? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I, you know... You mentioned how he wanted the the new super troopers to be a hundred of that, and then he uh, the the reason they Budgets. didn't do it is the same reason they didn't do all the Wookies was budget, and it made me realize something like there is a fortune in having no fortune, and because he didn't have the budget to do that, we got Boba Fett. Had he had the budget, we would have just had a hundred super troopers. Great there would have been no character of Boba Fett. Yeah, and today with these unlimited budgets they have. I feel like it squanders the accidental creativity via lack of budget where, you know, we can't figure out how to make this shot work. So let's use a tire here and we'll tie it to this thing and we'll make <laughs> the sound like this. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll just use $50,000 shot for CGI. We'll take care of that. Or right, right. we'll just punch that in there or, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fill that in here. It, it stifles the, creative brain because any anyone anyone who's like a creative person when you look at a cloud you're like that looks like this or or you just see a shape of something like i had that plug outlet thing and i stretched it out it's like the thing that you put a three prong three prong plug in a plastic covering if you open it up it looks like a y-wing and it's just like you you use it like even from childhood use your creative mind to to think of things and see things if you have unlimited funds to do literally whatever the plan was you zap out the necessity for creativity. And I feel like we're, we're missing that a little bit. So while I'll give credit to, you know, Lucasfilm and how they function today by pay, paying attention and, and being better than they ever have been at continuity and tying things together and fitting things in. I think where we lose a bit of the charm is the fact that they have unlimited resources now. And I think that might sap a little bit of uh, the need for 
uh, ingenuity and creativity and looking for other ways to make things work. I agree with that statement a little bit. You lose a little of like the excitement of we always talk about this. I know I do because I'm obsessed, but like puppets and stuff. It's like, oh, we don't need a puppet. We'll use CGI. And it's like, but there's something so wonderful and magical about a puppet talking to a human over a CGI character talking to a human. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, something as like, you know, uh, we wanted to do a big. Well, we wanted to do a big uh, ship here, but we couldn't. So now we had to do four tiny blasters that we made out of this other part from this thing sure, or something. Sure, and, sure, sure. Yeah. But, but, but also, don't forget, too, real quick, that, that sometimes the CGI is the budget one. They go like, no, we yeah. want to do this sure, really sure. cool puppet or whatever, but we can't. So they, they're like, I guess we'll just do the cheap, crappy thing and just have someone punch in like a, but, a, an alien here. All mm-hmm. in all, uh, twenty <clears throat> minutes was pretty good. I, I I admit I glazed over a little bit at the um, the collection part. All even though I I think Steve Sansweet and Rancho Obi Wan is amazing, and I'd love to go there. I'm not a big collector, so I was like I got a little glazed over on that part. But all in all, I I thought it was great. Uh, they they touched on everyone who was a part of making Boba Fett happen, which I thought was very cool. Um, and the fact that, which is kind of interesting. They said what what Ben Burton and those guys said what made Boba Fett interesting is that you didn't know anything about him. Oh my and gosh, his, I that's the first thing that I immediately out loud said. Face, yes. His face was his mask. And now we're just like you are finding out everything about Boba Fett and he's not wearing his mask. I thought the story. When they were talking about it, I was like, well, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they said something well, James, like so, it's yeah, less is more with Boba with Fett. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you said that in a promotion for your new show, which features yeah. <laughs> Six episodes, or yeah. so. I, yeah, that was pretty ironic. And the backstory yeah. line is what got me. Where they're like, "Oh, yeah, the cool thing about him is that he didn't have a backstory." Same with Vader, and you didn't know these things. And I was like, "That's literally their whole marketing plan right now." Is like, let's give you the backstory of every character in every book and every comic and every show. And I was like, yeah. "Yes, sometimes you don't need to know the backstory." Well, and that—that's another thing, like the 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 myth of George Lucas, where they say like. George Lucas wasn't always interested in, in backstories for characters. And right. then, like, you find out the Solo movie was George Lucas's idea. So it's just right. like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The prequels! Literally the prequels! Yeah. Giant backstory. <laughs> I don't know. The so, Clone so James, Wars. You were the, like, you the predictor. The Clone Wars was like, that's what made it special, is we didn't know what the Clone Wars were. Yeah, Cut right. forward, he, George Lucas wants to do an entire seven-season show yeah. on just that one thing. Um, no, I, I think one of my favorite parts real quick was the, was understanding how effective Foley is because they talked mm-hmm. about the, um, spurs, yeah. the spurs and I was like, it's one of those things like nobody's ever been like, oh yeah, that's right. Those are spurs. I didn't notice. Like we all hear them. We all, it's very clearly in the shot. He's also very clearly not wearing spurs, but our brains don't disconnect those two things. They connect them. You know, they say that we just go, okay, that's what he sounds like. And what's happening subconsciously is totally based on what they did with the sound. You know, it added this whole element of, of, I don't know who that character is, but for some reason I picture him kind of like a cowboy. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's because you're hearing spurs. That's because everything you know about cowboys when they walk on screen is the sound and we've connected you to the sound. Right. And now you're giving, you're placing a personality on this character um, subconsciously 
because of something you don't recognize that's happening, but we know it's happening and we did it intentionally. It's just so cool to think that they're, they're like in control of those things, you know? Um, anyway. Um, yeah, I had, I, I was, I was wanting to go off on other stuff too, but we can, we're, we're running on time here and we got a lot to still talk about. So I want to talk a little bit about rogue squadron, um, as the production has been announced as delayed. Now, again, this is coming from a trade, um, but we normally trust these and it was pretty big news when it did happen. If anybody missed it, but Hollywood reporter, right? That's who it it was all over the place. Yeah, talking about how, um, you know, this is definitely happening. Uh, but it looks like the because of misschedulings and uh, this movie coming up against some of uh, Patty Jenkins' prior um, commitments, it looks like they're going to push back Rogue Squadron as she uh, wraps up a couple of her other projects first. And if you look at her schedules, there's a lot to it. We could get into detail or not, but trust us, she do, she's doing other stuff. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the the fact that uh, one of the movies is now delayed and it's off Disney's production schedule. So Lacey, go ahead and uh, get us started on this. What were your first thoughts on hearing this? Um, It is a little surprising to me only because she signed on for this project before Wonder Woman 3 was even announced. So it's just surprising. Once again, you're like, I'm one of the people that was definitely like, I'd love to see Taika and Patty direct Star Wars movies. So anything kind of, I wouldn't say negative, but kind of like disappointing when things get delayed or pushed back or whatever. I hate to hear it be her project just because the hype around it has been so great. And she put that whole video together, which again, we thought would have been played at Celebration in front of a live audience. The excitement is there. So you just can't help but wonder, like, what actually is yeah. going on? Um, mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people are like, well, just take it for what it is. You can't do that sometimes with movies because public relations is a whole industry, guys. Like, they word things. They come up with reasoning. And I can tell you from working events and Comic-Cons that most of the time when someone would cancel due to a, a very specific reason... The reason we always gave was scheduling differences or scheduling problems. That is the number one phrase used for events when someone cancels, even if that's not because it's easy to understand with people who have a lot of things on their agendas that things just come up sometimes because everybody's been in that situation before where it's like, oh, what do I do? I'd love to come, but I can't. It's just literally impossible. It's an easy out. Exactly. And I know that oftentimes I can probably name 20 people in the time that I worked events that we wouldn't even get a reason why they weren't coming or we would get a reason that was very like confidential and they wouldn't give us a reason why they're like, just say he's not coming. So the reason would be scheduling problems. So every time you see scheduling problems, most of the time it's not a scheduling problem. It's something else, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. But you know, I hope this works out. It it is a little sad just because again, I'm really hyped for this project. Um I'm interested to see what happens with that date because they didn't give up the date. They just gave up her project on that date. Um so the question mm-hmm. is what's going to take that that movie's place. Um but I'm definitely interested to hear what you guys think as well because I know we kind of all think differently about these things. I mean, there's uh, just to throw it out there really quick. There's also the rumor 
that it's a High Republic fast-tracked movie or something like that. Old right? Republic. Oh, old, yeah. No, High Republic. Old I, Republic? I don't believe it was Old Republic. Or High Republic, I believe it was Old Republic. High Republic was a video game. A rumored video game. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Something John, Republic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to get, yeah, I want to get to um, your thoughts on this, but I did want to ask you why you were giving us this old story. We already, we already knew this. We huh? knew this the week that Wonder Woman 1984 came out. Oh. And all the reviews Ooh. came out. Ooh. <laughs> this was happening. <laughs> Spicy beanie. The Star Just Wars curse. Up. We talk about this all the time. The Star Wars curse is a thing. Yeah, I mean, James likes to definitely make make point of this, that they like shoot themselves in the foot because they make the announcement that someone puts out a stinker. And I think your biggest example was Colin Trevorrow. With the Book of Henry. Book of Henry, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, it's not, well, yeah, it is the, the stinker aspect, Josh but it's Trank, also just Fantastic in general, Four. like, There's I almost multiple. can't trust any of them, you know what I mean? Like, Taika Waititi's making a movie, it's happening. Are we 100% sure? Are we that's, 100% and that's fair. sure that that's, that's happening? At this point, that's that's fair. That is absolutely fair. I mean, we're starting, we're starting to get in that thing where we're like, cool, that sounds great. That's awesome. I'd love to hear it. I don't I don't entirely believe it yet, but it was announced. I just don't entirely believe it yet. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I, I mean, think this is this story provides us with another example of how that becomes a more understandable perspective on the future yeah. of content and how it's created at Lucasfilm. It's it's definitely <clears throat> a, a bummer because it's it's like she's not off the project side note no not right. yet no it's just been no. this is just it was pushed back i mean as of now right yeah but it's just to me it's i don't, I don't want to say it's like insulting to our intelligence as fans like that their pr move was like we're gonna blame it on commitments and scheduling like what are you talking about? You put you you announced this thing in December 2020 when we all know you were going to announce it in August 2020 on the big screen with her video with the X-wing and the jumpsuit and all that stuff. It was going to be a big I guarantee a big celebration reveal. They said she inked the deal in early summer of that year. So June 2020 she signs on the dotted line to do this movie. That means it's from that point on coming out in three and a half years. <laughs> and now we're a year and a half from that point when she signed the deal. And now they're saying it's being delayed because of her schedule. So does that mean she added stuff to her schedule after committing to this? With COVID, you have to remember that everything's been shut down and stuff. When you're under contract already for a Disney production, none of that makes sense. I'm just trying to apply logic to this. So commitments and scheduling as the reason, I I can't buy that from a just logic standpoint and factual standpoints of of time. So it's got to be more to it. Like there just has to be some issues and they, they probably don't want to deal with the backlash of hearing that happening again after it happened with Rogue One, Solo, uh, all, all the other stuff that was going on with the, you know, uh, 
Colin Trevorrow and and Michael Arndt and JJ coming back and all that stuff. So uh the 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 Game of Thrones guys their deal being canceled they're supposed to do this whole series of films remember that the whole series of films so <clears throat> to me it's like I can't buy this reason just because of what I just laid out uh, so it's and and that's fine if you want to push it out fine cuz like we've said like we have Disney Plus and so much of it coming that 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 it's cool so if you want to wait on the movies, whatever, that's cool. Just get it right. And if that's what they're doing, then they're making the right decision. So that's fine. I'd rather that than, <clears throat> excuse me, than then put some kind of, you know, not all in version of this movie out because they have to make the the date of December 2023 and they do like poor marketing and stuff. And we saw what poor marketing and that sort of thing did with sticking to a release date for Solo. So, um. The bright side could be that they're giving it more time because they're, they're, they can. And that's the lifeboat that is Star Wars on Disney+, Plus, which is great. Uh, so that's the positive to it. The negative is we have another Star Wars project that's having issues. And like James, like you've said, you're, even you, you're at the point where you're like, like again with this? Like now it's like, come on. Like we're yeah. trying so hard to root for you. Give us one, like, no doubter. And, when I, you know, we're going to get into more stuff Thursday. So I don't want to get too much more into it. But uh, I'm going to lean to the positive here. Maybe it's for good that they're just going to make sure they get it right. And then we'll get a great movie. Because I know this means a lot to Patty Jenkins with the history with her uh, either father or grandfather being a fighter pilot. So I hope this all still happens. And it's awesome and loud and great. And the top gun of Star Wars. And I uh, can't wait. Uh, but apparently I have to. So there you go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, that is it for the main stories that we're going to talk about. We did want to mention a few quick things really quickly because there was a lot of Star Wars news uh, and lots of things to talk about this week. Um, but we wanted to also mention that BioWare has been re-releasing the Old Republic trailers in 4K uh, for the game's 10-year anniversary. Now, remember, too, that even though that's not canon, they are still releasing content for it. But they wanted to do something special, so they put out the game's trailers in 4K. So if you haven't ever checked them out, it's just a fun little thing to, to see. And you might get interested in the story and go play the games and stuff. So that's cool. Um, we also wanted to mention that Star Wars High Republic had a Mission to Disaster excerpt that was released i have not read it because generally when it comes to the excerpts if we're unless we're going to talk about it in uh like full context and kind of understand what we're looking at here um i usually know that i'm going to be reading it when i read the book so i have not checked it out but um it's there if anybody wants to read it and that is um available for you there um the last thing we wanted to mention too is that Despite the price, despite the price, I saw a really good meme of of Bilbo looking at uh, what looks to be the ring, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, why, why shouldn't I buy my tickets? You know, <laughs> kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I deserve it. You know, he's like kind of justifying to himself why. But despite all that, uh, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel is all booked up, sold out. So expect full reports from a lot of people who have gone there, who have seen it done it uh when it launches uh we're gonna hear um about it uh, well we, we're gonna hear about it three days after the fact because <laughs> they probably take your cell phones <laughs> no they don't they encourage you to bring no, cameras I, and I, stuff i know i know i'm teasing i'm just saying i know at least <clears throat> i'd say 10 people that are going in the first yeah. week or whatever it's kind of pretty crazy. wild 
Uh, good um, for you guys. I, I yep. could go, but yep. That is uh that's gonna wrap up uh, uh most of the, the stories and topics that happened in Star Wars this week. But we do want to get to our next segment really quick. Um, so Lacey, what is going on this week? All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of ways you can support us. You can support us here on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. You can follow us on all the audio apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our show and helps us rank. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. And also on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast, which I've been doing like really fun community highlights. So definitely go follow Yes. Them. It's really fun. They're awesome. Uh, that being said, if you want more, you can head over to Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast, which Every week, we put up videos and polls and fun stuff, and we do live streams, much more, starting at $2 a month. That's right. Just 2 bucks. You support the show, what we're doing here. Say, hey, I believe in everything that you're talking about, even when, <laughs> even when you don't like it. It's great. Um, but yeah, so anyway, this is the part of the show that we have our generals and spice runners take part, and they answer Star Wars questions. So before I get to do that... Uh, I'm going to thank them. So thank you to our generals, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Hass, uh, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Torleton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Joey Mayfield-Stewart, Nathan Shank, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you guys so much as generals. Yeah, and then we have our you. Spice Runners which is David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, Kendall Gelner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, and Thomas Hennessy. Thank you guys so much. The Spice Runners means a lot to us. Um, So this week we have a Spice Runner, David Proby One Kenobi Graybeard Probus. (laughs) (laughs) He has a lot of nicknames. Yeah. Uh, And we asked him, who would you want or would you want to see even more Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan after the Kenobi series? Or do you think more would make it less special? David, take it away. Hello there. This is Spice Runner David Probus, Greybeard. And that was for you, John. <laughs> and this is a lightsaber, the weapon of a Jedi Knight. Speaking of Jedi Knights, we have the Obi-Wan series coming up soon with Ewan McGregor. Uh, and the question is, should we see Obi-Wan or Ewan in future series? Uh, with the current slate of shows and movies, I don't think that's likely. Uh, nothing is impossible. Um, we just never know with Lucasfilm, even from day to day, it seems. Uh, but I don't think he's going to show up anytime soon after the Obi-Wan series. And I don't think he fits, um... I don't want to see him unless it's something like specifically for him because I think it would cheapen that deal. Um, but you know, uh, I'll take whatever they give me. Um, you know, that is it's star Wars content and I'm happy. So that is kind of my take on it. And, uh, may the force be with you. Nicely done, David. It's always great to see you and your lovely gray beard. So James, what did you think of his answer? Um, I think it makes sense um, as far as Ewan saying, yeah, I'll come back. I'll try it out. I'll do the thing. We'll, we'll lock it in. Everybody's going to love it. <clears throat> and there was my opportunity. It's kind of one of those things. I think I, I even argued like why they were doing this show. At one point I was like, it seems like 
one of the reasons you guys want to do it is because he's there and it's available. And if you miss the window, it's gone. So it's like, do it now. Um, and it just feels like it's the one thing that he's going to be involved in and trying to, you know, bop him around and do a bunch of other stuff. I, I feel like that might get a little odd. Um, so I think that, uh, David, you're, you're dead on, on, um, how they should probably handle this or how they will handle it moving forward. Um, but I don't know. I would, I would never turn it away if they were like, I mean, they, they recently said Hayden Christensen's coming back to Kenobi. And then they turn right around and they're like, yeah, and he's also in Ahsoka, <laughs> you know? So it's like, if something like that happens, I think we're going to welcome it. But, um, but you're probably right on this. So th- hey, man, thanks as always for being a spice runner too. It's crazy. I uh, love it, man. Thanks. John. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for the shout out, David. Appreciate that. Um, and I need to hear more about that lightsaber because you've shown me your lightsaber that has like the multi-changing blades and stuff. But I, I don't know that I've seen your Luke hilt. So is that from Galaxy's Edge? Like, I got to hear the story on that one because I, I love that lightsaber, um, which is also Obi-Wan's lightsaber, just with a different paint job. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I agree with your answer. I, I think, you know, as much as I'm going to be sad for this series to end and to say goodbye once again to Ewan McGregor, uh, if... They're like, let's see where else we could like wedge him in here. It might lose its, you know, special special feeling of of him being Obi Wan and stuff like that. Um, and but I'm kind of with you too, and James, that you know, if they figure it out and they make it cool, I will always welcome it because uh, it was just one of those things where he was the perfect person to play the role. And the fact that they're working out everything with his age and the timeline and stuff, it's a pretty beautiful thing. Uh, as close as they were when they did it with uh, Ian McDiarmid as Palpatine in the prequels. So, um, great answer, great job as always. Good to see your face, buddy. You're a you're a bright star in our community, and uh, you always make me uh, feel positive and good. So, I hope you're well. And uh, talk to you in the chats. Talk to you soon, buddy. David, you did such a good job, and I love that you keep racking up nicknames. You're you're getting to a point that we're gonna have to like. He's got go. the Thanos glove of all the nicknames. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I love your Luke lightsaber. I'm super jealous. Uh, you have the coolest lightsaber collection. Um, so definitely keep sharing that. That's just so fun. I I agree with the sentiment that I don't want it to. I don't want Kenobi to be in other stuff because it might cheapen what we've already are getting. And I selfishly want more Ewan McGregor and Kenobi. But at the same time, it's like there's been such a buildup for so many years. And like, especially the secretive stuff where like he knew he was working on it, but we didn't know. Um, I'm just afraid that like, I don't want it to. I don't want Kenobi to end up in a Geico commercial like Animal from the Muppets. Like, I don't want to just see Kenobi everywhere. (laughs) Um, I think, like you said, it just needs to be done the right way and be special. But thank you so much for everything. Like John said, you're so great in this community. We love having you. Um, And I hope that as the years, the year gets better with travel and stuff, eventually we get to to meet you at some point. But yeah, Mm -hmm. thank you so much. Back to John. All right. So, yeah, I mean, we usually do questions or open chats, whatever, but we are up against time. So Mm -hmm. uh, real quick before we get out of here, is there anything you guys wanted to to toss out briefly before we uh, jettison? Any last things on your minds or anything you got going on this week? Uh, Having a baby soon? Anything like that? (laughs) If if Obi-Wan Kenobi was 
like if he took a job to sell a product, what product would it be and what would the commercial look like? He'd probably be in well, a car commercial. Like well, it'd be sales for sure, for sure. He's I was gonna say one of those Kenobi. Car- he, Kenobi hates flying. I'm saying a car commercial like the Tom Hiddleston car commercials, where it's like that, like that deep voice, where he's just like, "It's not just a car; it's a lifestyle." Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, uh, McConaughey. <laughs> like well, Lexus Tom Hiddleston commercial. did it for uh, Jaguar. Jaguar. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I actually picture like. I, it's a little out of character for him, but he would be like an upbeat T-Mobile commercial. Oh, and he geez. would like he'd like walk out, and then he'd be like have his phone, and he'd be like, "Hello there!" <laughs> like oh, it's like their God. whole new oh, tagline and everything. God, oh no! <laughs> it's like pink and white, like everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Say hello geez. there to free yeah. nights and weekends. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! <laughs> With five G, four nine forty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. I feel like he would. <coughs> this be is in a... this is the plan you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he would be a salesman in a situation where there's no cap on commission, and he would just use the Jedi mind tricks <clears throat> to get people to to buy stuff and make a lot of money doing it. And probably this be is a, a commercial cent- though. What commercial would he be spokesperson for? Oh, you product? said what job? Did I? I I guess I meant like if he if they were like using him as an ad, like he signed on as a. Pr- it's like all for Kenobi promoting the show, but it's like a oh, uh, tie-in probably ad probably or like a, a fragrance for men. Oh, like oh how, fragrance, that'd be good. <laughs> like how Johnny Depp does that one, like Craval, and he's like, I was going to say guitar. Adam Driver on the horse. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. And he, yeah, he would do his like his like you know looking like Kenobi. He's just a little pouring sand with his, on himself. With his, yeah. <laughs> with his accent and uh and doing his thing is he is he yeah he's as obi-wan kenobi right yeah uh yes yeah so, yeah so it'll be like you'll buy this fragrance you know <laughs> just do the little hand wave that'll be it he's like but he won't he going, will not Whoa! say hello there <laughs> the whole time he's doing his like scare off the sand people oh do the thing. crate dragon sound yeah because yeah, fragrance commercials you never know what's going on you're like what 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 am i watching what is this yeah. <laughs> they're um, like escaping a world through glass or something yeah it's weird uh complete side note because johnny threw this out there like things we want to say uh a lot of people have been asking about virtual cantina we are planning on having one before the end of the year so just stay tuned obviously there's some pending things that are due to happen soon so mm-hmm. once those things are figured out, uh, we'll get back to you guys because we definitely want to do like a holiday version or something to celebrate you guys hanging out with us this year and everything that's we've accomplished and everything that's coming next year. So just stay tuned. And yeah, and just surviving another sort of like pandemic Crazy year. Crazy half in, half just, out. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, we just recently had some conversations about stuff for 2022 that we're excited about. So um, we're, we're, we're pretty... We're pretty excited about the future. Uh, we're, the future shall be bright for us all. Hopefully. But thank you for so, your well wishes. I promise to keep you updated. But as for now, I am still here. Yeah. And 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 real briefly, you know, I'm not going to get too into it, but I want to thank everybody for sending their well wishes to me with what some some stuff I have going on with uh, some family stuff down uh, on my end here. So I appreciate that. Uh, but I'm glad to be back. Um, and uh uh, yeah, hoping for good things for all, for all of us. But uh, one one thing that will be cool is on uh, Thursday, 
we're going to talk, do our uh, quarterly, our quarterly thing here, which is uh, the fall version of the state of Star Wars. And we're going to talk about, just have an open chat. We're not going to go in with any preconceived notions, but we figured after Disney Plus Day is the perfect time to do it. So we did our summer one, I think, in July. Our spring one was in March or so, and now it's time for our fall one. So the state of Star Wars, fall 2021, TRB style. Uh, We're going to open it up and see where we go with it. Should be interesting based on what just happened. But um, we just want to say thank you to everyone for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Uh, Make sure you do subscribe to the show on your preferred audio platforms. And of course, YouTube. We're almost at 7,000. So appreciate everyone trying to get us there. Uh, Hopefully by the time you're watching this, maybe we are there. I know we were pretty close. And uh, Spotify, you people are following us like crazy over there. However you're finding us, thank you. Keep spreading the word. That's awesome. And wherever else you listen, appreciate that. Uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, Johnny Hoey on Twitter, writing and editing at StarWarsNewsNet.com. And my movie podcast, which should be back tomorrow. Uh, We were delayed uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, Doing Happy Gilmore, uh, just like the movies on your preferred audio apps. James? Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Lacey. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. All right. See you all Thursday with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>